0: To another episode of the She Ventures Now podcast. I'm your host, Scale Nicole, founder and coach at SheVenturesNow.com, where I help single millennial women use strategies to level up in their career, business idea, and confidence. In today's episode, I'm pretty stoked because I have with me Alex Nemohan, CEO and founder of Foolies Limited Clothing, a clothing brand dedicated to uplifting and motivating buyers to live out the dreams that are on their hearts. I really, really enjoy my friendship with Alex because he's relentless about people not overanalyzing their idea, but really getting out there and producing the art that they want to see in the world. And Alex lives that out for real guys, for real. He really does. With his brand, he has amassed a following on Instagram and on Facebook, and he's all about dreaming big and nothing less. I asked him to join me on the podcast to share his journey of starting up, starting his business and his and his brand. And I think you will enjoy just all of the different nuggets that he has to share um, within his story and just also the message that's on Alex's heart. So listen in and be encouraged. If we go ahead and start this thing, no. right? No, I'm scared. I'm scared. Stop it, Alex. Because we all know your tone and your tune <laughs> on your regular Foolies Fridays. I haven't even watched the Foolie Friday episode for today. But your tone, I feel like in the last month. Maybe, but maybe I'm a new follower, so forgive me. Mm. It is it's real like BAM! <laughs> bam. <laughs> bam!
1: uh you know i'm an angry guy i try to just keep it calm <laughs> are you really <laughs>
0: you know? an angry guy
1: i am really people really don't know that i am really angry and Why are you i so just angry because i just want people to be great and stop making excuses and i who think making
0: excuses <clears throat> like who are you talking the, to this man? the
1: world the, there's so many of of the people around us who are greater than me, better than me, smarter than me, wiser than me, have more money than me, you know, saying who could literally be, you know, who had some of, I'm sure there's some friend in my circle, your circle, who has the connects to Oprah, who has the connects to CNN, who has the connects to release that book. You know, we imagine, you know, when you talk about goals and dreams, you imagine that everybody, is operating out of this place of like, Oh, I don't have it. And I'm like, from the, you know, started from the bottom. Like some people actually have all the connections they need. You know, now you start talking to them and you know, there's doubt and fear and anxiety and confusion and I'm not sure. And, you know, I have a lot of homies who can help make everybody great and applying that to themselves is the difficult part. And it's like, I'm I'm upset that you don't believe enough in your own greatness.
0: So you have a homie who has like all the connection and is doing
1: jack squat I'm, with it. I I'm, I'm sure. I don't know who they are. I I can't put so it. So you're
0: out. you're okay.
1: But I'm sure they I'm sure I have a friend who who who's in LA or who's in New York or who 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 has the contacts to the Paul C. Brunsons or the Oprah Winfrey's or the Easter you know saying people who I idolize and look up to. I'm sure they have all of that. You know, maybe they're not leveraging it, you know, saying maybe they're not really using it. Maybe they're thinking, oh, they probably don't want to hear what I have to say. Or, you know, I work for them or I work around them or I know somebody who knows somebody. But it's still that doubt. Like, I don't think my message is that important. Like, you know, mm-hmm. and a lot of people will say, um, you know, oh, I'm the behind the scenes person. Yeah, I, I get it because that's why you have the whole entertainment industry where you got people behind cameras, behind the recording console, behind the actual animation gear and software i get that but i think it's time for a lot of the homies to start going in front of the camera or in front of the microphone and not trying to be the supporting actress or the supporting figure or rah-rah for other people when they really should be getting themselves out there so that's just my thought process
0: interesting thought process appreciate you appreciate you so let's do this because i know some people in my audience may not know or be familiar (laughs) with who
1: you are
0: Alex. <laughs> we go way back when you wrote that ebook and i read that ebook and Love i that. need you to go ahead and tell your story so i'm going to ask you to go ahead and formally introduce yourself right now because you gave us a lot you gave us your heart Just about <laughs> go. and i want people to to know exactly who you are and what you do so go so one,
1: you can hear me clearly, right? You're not like.
0: Yes, I can hear you better. clearly. I wonder though, are you comfortable sitting sideways like that? Like like. I am. Face?
1: I am. Okay. I had to kind of. I kind of had to sit this way because it's it's my chair. But I think this is better. There we go. All right, cool. So thank you for looking out for a brother. Yeah. Um. So the name. Wait, is, do you want to be in the middle of the camera though, instead of? <sighs> is this so is this gonna be posted with the video can i yeah, not
0: bro, this is going to post this is going to be posted potentially <laughs> on youtube in my on my facebook page or certain in
1: certain interviews will be on a
0: an exclusive membership site so
1: all right whatever all right so guys i apologize for my appearance um <laughs> but um alex hans uh friends call me nemo um, or ATG, which stands for Alexander the Great, or Traumatic, which is my first rap name from way back in the day. Oh, you
0: rap too? Wait a
1: minute. Let's not play this game. And then... <laughs> Wait, can you spit some bars for us, though? I will not spit any bars. Come you can, on, man. If you at, want. at least before, before the interview is over, can you spit <laughs> something,
0: like
1: something old? You don't even have to make it raw. It is not. Uh, uh, okay, we'll, we'll talk about it in the end. <laughs> All right, cool um slim shaded i thought i was the black version of eminem at one point wow slim shaded hey 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 man it was the 90s bro i was just i was he was one of my favorite artists and i just was like you know i could be the black version of eminem so that was the thought process um you know i've gone by a lot of aliases some i've given to myself um some i've I've earned uh the latest one has been nick fury um because why is that what does that mean so Nick Fury, and I don't know his full on story. So for those who are comic book heads, I do apologize if I'm, I'm ruining it a little bit. But um, just from the what I've seen, Nick Fury is, um, he's one of the, kind. Of, you can kind of say he's like a leader or a captain for this group called The Shield or your Avengers, as you see in the movie. And normally he's the one bringing everybody together. So that's always kind of been my thing. Uh, of bringing everyone into, bringing all these superpowers. Um, people who I think are extremely talented. Have a lot of skill sets and trying to get them to know each other, to connect, to be in one room or just in my circle so that I know at some point, you know, something will forge and i have to then utilize these powers, you know, to do something dynamic. Um, and, you know, through connecting these people. and And the beauty is that these people don't necessarily like Just because I can bring these people together doesn't mean that they would necessarily gel, and they don't in the movie. If you watch Avengers, they don't really even get along. A lot of them have big egos and personalities and things that just wouldn't necessarily work together. But that common purpose is there, and even through the fights and the issues and everything they have, at some point, they all align. So I can guarantee that all of these people will align at some point. So that's the cool part. Mm, I like that
0: I like that Nick Fury so who
1: actually uses these aliases with you just curious <laughs> um some friends from down south who might know me um like are you from are you from south Florida from Miami Florida hey went to Norland High went to Golden Glaze Elementary School went to Norland Middle as well so yeah okay and then went to UF right I did graduate from the University of Florida in 2009, applied to physiology and kinesiology, graduate, um, and then went to Full Sail in 2011, got my recording arts degree, um, my associate, and graduated in 2012. It was a year-long program. And outside of the Fooley swag and the clothing and all that stuff they see, you know, I do a lot behind the scenes for audio, um, for churches, concert halls. Um, weddings every now and then may bring me in to do some sound work. Um, podcasting, podcast editing, all kinds of stuff that involve audio that people don't always think about, but I use it you know, for my Foolish Fridays episodes. Uh, sometimes I'll make my own music. Sometimes I'll, you know, kind of get my music supervisor on and take other people's music that, you know, is copyrighted or free copyrighted or whatnot. So I use audio in a lot of elements of what I yeah. do.
0: What I want to do is help people to understand what Foolies is, because I know that that's like a major online brand that you've created. And not only that, but you're representing your own shirt right now. So I want to know, <laughs> you please expound on Foolies, brand concept, mission, the things that you do, how we can buy into it, et cetera.
1: So Foolies is a brand that me and my brother of another mother and skin color created back in 2009, um, back at uf when I really was digging more into being an artist. I thought I was going to be like the next Big Sean or Kanye. And I was like, well, you know, everybody needs, every rapper has their own clothing line. So I said, bro, we need to start something up. We don't know what to call it. And then I think one of us, I don't remember what happens. I would love to hear his part of it sometime. Um, But like, where did we come up with the name? But somewhere along the lines, we said, this was foolish of us to be living out our goals and dreams. or this is a foolish idea. And then I was like, yeah, because we're foolies. And then that kind of opened up the gate. And we're like, you know, what's a foolie? Because somebody's going to ask. And I was like, well, it's people who, you know, want to change the world, who got these crazy ideas, but they're being called fools. They're being called idiots. They're being called stupid. They're being told that's a dumb idea. But really, they're just foolish enough to do it. And so that was the idea back in 2009. Whenever songs would start off, we would say, foolies, it's the movement. And that would kind of be the way to because every artist had a had a thing you know big sean said i do it you know no limit you know you know them for something you know <laughs> for something you know what bad, bad boy. boy say bad
0: boy for life no they say uh,
1: yeah. that yeah. or just bad boy like you know some songs start off bad boy you know they just play with a lot of the words and using those same words over and over and over you get to know like oh this is diddy this is sean yeah. this is you know little wayne you know this is
0: or uh well, Dark Child, Dark Child would say Dark Child Nine
1: Nine or whatever. Or whatever. Or you know, Drake says OVO XO, you know what I'm saying? Like these what phrases. What does O-V-O-X-O mean? OVO is October's very own. So that's his brand and his line. October's um, very own? Yeah. Um, so a lot of the artists, you know, that was what they did. And I was like, Well, we probably need to do the same thing. And that's kind of how that started and formed. So
0: Boom. I like it.
1: Right I like anyway. it. I like it.
0: So this is what I love about my podcast right now and sort of the space that I'm creating mm. is to allow for an opportunity on my podcast for the conversations like this to happen where we can just hear your story. And what I feel, the reason, sort of the trigger the undergirding, you know, reason for me starting the podcast is I think that a lot of times... Um, it's easy to celebrate the wins of starting a business and talk to our own horns, all stuff. And it's, that comes with it. Nobody, I'm not bashing that. I think that's healthy. I think it's hard to talk about where you blundered and hard to talk about the things that are hard. And I think it's hard to talk about where you began. And I appreciate you telling us more about your bio and your story, but can you, um, can you tell us a little bit about brief moments where you decided that you were going to be an entrepreneur and you thought that, oh, okay, I'm going to start this brand. I'm going to take it seriously. Um, just tell uh-huh. us more about that.
1: And and for anybody watching the video, um, you know I'm dancing a lot, and I like to just move because I don't like staying still. I might low key have ADD, but high key. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, hey, hey, now don't be rude. <laughs> um, <laughs> So repeat the question one more time, as I'm being. Silly. Basically,
0: what, just tell us some of the moments leading up to you just starting, uh, leading up to you deciding to start your own brand, and how you knew I'm going to take this and run with it. Is it really just a story between you and your friend from another mother, or is it also like moments where you were dissatisfied with what you were doing in life too? You
1: know what I mean? Um, I think is this. It? I mean, I know. Um, I think this was a really cool. Blessing slash accident, you know slash luck slash (laughs) opportunity, Um, you know, and I and I say all those things because I know some people say it's not it's not luck, it's God, and it's not this is that. So I think it's all of it, you know. Saying I think it's it was a need that I felt my audience needed, whether they and I think the beauty is that they didn't know they needed to be called foolies, Um, and that was the beauty. I gave them an identity. I gave them a a thing to resonate with. Um they didn't know they needed motivational apparel. They didn't know they needed the uplift. Um but I listen very well to what isn't being said. And I think that's been one of my many talents. You know, when I went through my UF career, there were so many of my homies who lawyers, doctors, whatever, mm-hmm. but but really they wanted to have a cupcake shop or You know, they're teachers or in, you know, teaching professions, but they're singing at all the open mic nights and then they're in, you know, business administration or getting their MBA, but really they're writers and they can write, you know, romantic thrillers or comedies or whatever. So, you know, I've always seen people running from their purpose because mom said, don't do this or dad said, don't do that or. Your aunt tried it way back then and you don't know that, but she's projecting her fears onto you saying, Hey, I don't think that's going to be a good idea for you. You're probably going to fail. You might want to rethink that, you know, going to the majors with dollar signs. So that's what my family member told me Jamaican upbringing. So everybody's Ooh. like, doctor, Bullets. engineer. you know, find something that's going to get you money, get you money, get you money. And I think, <clears throat> um, you know, I call it the Steve Jobs era, but I think I got to really see the Steve Jobs era and see how everyone shifted from money money, money, go go get the big paying job to like, no, what's your purpose what's your cause what's what are you doing with your life? How are you putting I a dent really
0: shifted, in? but I hear you
1: <laughs> <laughs> um how are you putting a dent into the universe, and I think people. Saw the, and I really blame Steve Jobs because he was the one that said, Hey, you're a misfit and you need to go do that. Hey, you're this and you need to go live that. And I think people saw him create Apple. And I think that's when the world started to say, Hold on, maybe I don't need to follow the beat of somebody else's drum. Maybe I need to start listening to myself. So I think going back to Foolies, you know, you didn't know you needed an iPhone. Now everyone has one. You didn't know you needed to be a Foolie. And now I'm trying to get everybody in every household in every country in every part of the globe to say, Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm foolish. I'm, I'm a foolie. You know, we're foolies. I'm trying to get people to have that as their identity has that as their marker. I'm looking forward to the day and not, and this is kind of tricky, but for me, it would be cool to see somebody get the name tatted on them and be like, look, this is what I believe in. This is my mantra. Not to be like their idol. I don't want that per se, but I just want people to embody that. Emotion and spirit you know saying even if it's in their attitude, one homegirl of mine um, said that she put down that she was a foolie in her um, film essay before she applied to film school, you know and now you know she has you I think
0: putting she' putting this
1: stuff in essays essay? I'm just up, I'm so silly. Essay? Um,
0: essay? It's Nemo.
1: <laughs> that's that's silly. Nemo, um, you got
0: people believing this stuff now. Uh,
1: oh my gosh, here we go. See, Are that's you why you know what? wearing these
0: shirts and putting this stuff in essays. You better be um, pretty sure blow up.
1: Yeah, no and and I think I think I think now she she might have some credits um, for a couple TV sitcoms. I forgot which one, so I don't want to miss Aww, all them. Oh, that's so cool. Um, you know, but it's things like that that are starting to happen or people saying, hey, you know, I got into nursing school and, you know, it was something you said and something you, you said to me or, you know, something of that where I bought your product because I needed that encouragement and now I'm here. Um, you know, so I think it's really cool. And I'm just really lucky, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm really lucky really blessed all the all the phrases i'm all of that because i just had a an interesting idea and i was fool. the concept and you know because motivational t-shirts are everywhere you don't need to buy a foolish shirt you can buy whatever you want
0: yeah but
1: right. when you have something you know i'm all for i think everyone should be creating a movement i don't think anybody should be just saying hey buy my product no I need a a shirt. I need a wristband. I need something that says I'm a part of an elite group of people who are out here making strides, who are out here pushing forward, who are, you know, same like, and that's, and that's what Apple did. That's what Nike did. You know, that's what all of these big brands that we look up to and the ones that I'm looking at, that's what they did to create what you see. They created movements. They didn't say buy a product. They didn't say go buy my new iPhone. They said with this phone, you would be this or that, or you'd get here or there, or you would change lives or, you know, like the concept of like Apple just products are so revolutionary that Apple products are used in every aspect of entertainment now from filming to sound to like in my industries of audio, like every studio I'm in, if I do, you know, if I, when I get that blessing of being in studios or being any arena, there's Apple products all over the place. It's an Apple iPhone. It's the Apple ipad that you can now mix your singer's vocals from the front of the room as opposed to being in the back 40 feet 100 feet in the back of the room now i can take my apple ipad and i can go to the front i can do all this cool stuff i can edit graphics there's adobe suites all this stuff that you didn't know you needed until it was created and you just ran with it so foolies is something that nobody knew they needed but i knew in my heart that everyone needed it so
0: I love it. I love it. I love it. So, uh, what phase of business are you in right now?
1: Tell the world. What does that mean? <laughs> so, I mean, I I mean wanna, and I say that because for those who are listening, I am not a business person, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah. No, that's okay. I yeah.
0: so I um, typically interview those who are in startup mode. Yeah. Okay. It's like year 0 to year 3 maybe. Okay. And I'm taking that I'm taking my my benchmarks from sort of IRS's definition. Okay. they they give you about three years to for you to be profitable for them to consider you a business. And then, oh. so that's, that's kind of like IRS plus Mark Cuban from shark tank. <laughs>
1: well, I don't, I don't think I'm in that phase anymore. Um, we're, we started in 09. So we're about seven years in, yeah. um, and every year that if you follow our Instagram or if you can talk to me from year one to year seven, Every year of Foolies has definitely been another version of Foolies. So you're definitely like, if we're talking about iPhone, Apple stuff, this is Foolies 7.0. You have the Foolies 7X or whatever, you know, Foolies 7.0. And that's what people are seeing right now um, is really uh, I go in, I go in my hyperbolic chamber, if you will, for those who know Dragon Ball Z, basically I go into a deep think tank and I tear Foolies apart every year and I reassemble it. And sometimes it happens accidentally. Um, when do
0: you do that? Just curious. I've got thoughts.
1: Um, it just starts to happen where I get to a place. Where I'm like, this isn't right. You know, where like what's no, next? Do you have a set time each year where you do that? I just, I just, it just hits me, and I'm like, you know what? Rebrand. You know what? Re Reconcept. Like, and it's it's epiphanies. And and I guess if I had to put a time on it, it's usually nearing the ending of the year which i think makes sense for all brands and businesses so usually during the ending of the year probably around this time october time i think yeah around october now i didn't even think about this around october i usually just go through this self evaluation i say where are we what are we doing how are we doing it who's doing it better why what how Ah, this sucks this is great this is great this sucks but this is great this is good too okay well what didn't i do what could i repurpose and then i start to say okay cool well what's next how and then What am I going to be saying to my audience this year? So, at one point in Foolies, we said, Dream without limits, which I think was cool, but very fluffy. And then we got into a moment where it was like, No, you need to stop dreaming and start doing. You know what I'm saying? So, I think this is where we are now with what you see, you know, be selfless like Zendaya and all these different shirts that we have, you know, be strong like Regina, whatever you see. Now, I think we're in the, okay, we're done dreaming. Now let's actualize. And then this next phase might be like, Now let's get this money. You know, saying because you've been dreaming, you've been thinking, you know, looking at it, you know, for a while, (laughs) you know, now now it's time to step out. Now it's time to actually launch. Now it's not time to sit back on another idea, especially when we see so many people around us, you know, doing it and not saying that we need to be like them. But I just need my homies to realize, like, there's money on the table and we don't need to be missing out on it, especially as minorities. And we need to be, hey, look, if you do hair, you better start getting homegirls back to the crib and braiding and doing what you need. If you do nails, pull that back up. If you can consult and you know business, start consulting. Like, there's things that you should be doing. You might be great at organizing. Start hosting organizing parties. You might love throwing vision <laughs> board events. You know what I'm saying? Like, get your homegirls together together. You know, bring some wine in the picture or whatever. I don't drink, but I get it. Women like wine. So get wine. Get some vision boards going. Have people fulfill out, you know, fulfill or write out their destiny, their plans. Like, take those things that people compliment you on. Like, oh, you're such a great this. You're such a great that. That we normally would say, oh, that ain't me. That ain't me. That's what we do. We like, we don't, we're always dodging where people see us. And then I get it. Some of them, like, I've heard people say, Alex, you should be a teacher. I don't think I should be a teacher but I know I should be teaching and you know, saying that that makes sense. So I don't need to work for the school system and, you know, teaching grade school and pick a grade level. But Alex, I think you just
0: said that you should teach, be a teacher, but I get it.
1: But not in, not in a, not in, an elementary not in the elementary school, school. not in a middle school, You're know, not, not in that school. setting. Right. So I know I should be teaching, but not here's math and science. No, I need to be teaching you about branding business life. You entrepreneurship. How do you build something from nothing? That's what I need to be teaching. So yes, right. you do see a when people say things about us. Sometimes we need to digest it, think about where does this really make sense. So yes, I don't want to teach in a school system, but what I like to teach a class and course on how to build yourself up from nothing. Yes, I would love to do that with a well, group of do, and the right and with, of the, the, with the with a group, group of that's people that's who that. are passionate. I'm sorry to cut you off, but yeah. No,
0: you're good. I didn't mean to cut you <clears throat> off. Um, but seeing as how it's my podcast, I'm just going to am <laughs> <No,
1: I'm> sorry.
0: <laughs> no, it's okay, man. I want to jump to Alex being able to share some of his failure moments, your best failure moments, the moments where you feel like this failure actually catapulted you to another consciousness or it it helps you realize something new that, um, help you progress. So I want to say, could you give us maybe one or two moments where you blundered, you had a blunder, you learned something new, hit your head, whatever. And, um, you, you know, something that you can share because not a lot of times do people share where they stumbled in their business, right? We always share the highlight reel. Of course, that's just the world we live in. Um, but as a teacher, as a, as, as your heart has a desire to teach, is there any moment that stands out
1: <clears throat> uh this i mean you know i don't i feel so cliche when i say these moments but i, I don't and i don't i'm not that guy who thinks like nothing is a failure everything's a lesson now i failed but i just <laughs> no, i just, I don't, you uh, that. I I just don't, don't like
0: everybody wants to recoin the word failure like yeah. i don't believe in failure because you learn something it's not a failure it's a it's you fail forward
1: yeah man. and and that's cool. Like, um but No, yeah.
0: man. No, no, no. <clears throat> no, nope, you did get
1: I'm, it. I'm 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 trying to really think because like we fail so much. You know what I'm saying? Like even yeah. if 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 I'm just thinking if I'm thinking day to day in my perfect world of foolies like every post we make in my perfect world, I want to see 27,933 likes every post. But, like, some things we post get, like, 15 likes, 40 likes, 30 likes, 20 likes. You know, it might get 80, 60, 40, 20, 5, you know, some yeah, videos. i talking
0: about likes. I'm talking about, like, a serious But thing. listen, like, but, this,
1: but, this, but this is where we are, right? So okay. I put out a video, and one video may get 300 views. Another video may get 35. Another video may get 40 another video may get 100 maybe 200 the next week it'll be 20 and 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 in my videos i always say a question of the day because i want to see who's actually watching through these videos and sometimes i get no one to respond to that so that really means you didn't watch you didn't look you liked it you 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 made reference to it but you didn't buy you know saying there's plenty of moments where we just dropped t-shirts that nobody cared to get 12 people got Three people picked it up. One person liked it. Maybe I was the only person who bought this shirt that everyone sees all over the place because I'm like, you know what? If ain't nobody buying a shirt, I'm just going to buy it for everybody else. And I'm going to put them in it and we're going to do shoots and we're going to look like it's something important. And we'll see if that makes people then buy when they see others in it. And if it doesn't, cool. Push that shirt to the side and launch something else. Again, so for me, I'm the... The guy that's like, cool, that video only got 35 views. Put out another video. Oh, that one got 100. Okay, put out another one. That one got 105. Okay, put out another one. And so, like, a lot of stuff fails for foolies. People just see the one or two things that really hit. They see when the shirt goes viral or they see when a video goes viral or they see when a post goes, you know, takes off. But you miss the, like, the first 10,000 other things that we shared and we wanted you to look at and like and support. And it didn't get the shares, you know, and it didn't get the likes. And for me, you know, while that's not necessarily the important part, I think it is a metric because if you're not liking, if you're not commenting, if you're not sharing, then what I'm doing, maybe might not be as powerful as I think it is. And that makes me go back to the drawing board and say, Alex, what are you doing wrong? Is your is your timing that you're posting things bad are you posting things right. too quickly are you not saying the right thing are your quotes or concepts too vague so i may say you know when one door closes another one opens keep going it's like oh no bro the door is closed like i didn't get the job <laughs> i didn't pass the bar exam like no. the, door, the door is closed you know what i'm saying so i have to then think about okay alex maybe that those last 50 quotes i posted while they may have seemed cool Maybe they were just too vague and that's why you didn't get the response you were looking for. So maybe you need to go back to the drawing board and say, what is something that I can authentically do that resonates with me? Not because I want the likes, not because I want the shares, not because I want the comments, but what am I doing that's true to myself that I know from listening, from talking with my friends, from realizing what they're going through and how am I crafting that message for them so yeah, I measure likes. I measure shares. I measure posts because my my thing is yeah. When I see a video, if I share it, it, to me, is fire. You know what I'm saying? So if I share it, that means it built some value for me, and I believe in this so much that I think other people should have this. And so if people aren't sharing my content enough, doesn't mean I need to stop because they're not sharing. But that is a value marker. And then when I'm talking to businesses and companies who might want to work with me, they want to hear numbers. So it's not important at all. I think it's completely ridiculous to, to determine likes and worth. But then when I want to go and talk to another business and say, hey, this is why you should do business with me. I need to make sure that my content is resonating with people so I can say we have 10,000 downloads. We have 10,000. And, Absolutely. you know, we made 10,000 in sales no, or, no, no. you're right. You're right. And I didn't mean to dis- disregard No, 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 of that. course. I just, but I think, but I was thinking, thinking
0: maybe, I was thinking you're going to not
1: give a very substantial failure <laughs> moment. And I didn't want to let you do that. And, you know, I, like, I, I understand. You- but I think even your pushback helps the audience kind of get like a, Oh, you know what? He's right. It isn't about likes, but and when I want to go talk to a brand to maybe sponsor a radio show that we're doing, or maybe when I, if I once I start doing events or something, I want to say, "Hey, look, we're bringing in a thousand likes. Wouldn't your company benefit from getting a thousand eyes, a uh, thousand, you know, comments or whatever yeah. that is to yeah. your brand?" You know what I'm saying? So yes, for now, you know it. I want more comments. I want more likes. I want more engagement. That means my content is resonating with people. I want strangers to start seeing my work and saying, wow, what is this? And the beauty is that there's a lot of people who are watching who aren't saying anything. So I understand that. But for me to take my brand to the next level and to anyone listening to this, you know, you don't need 10,000 likes and all that stuff. You can have a solid 300, you can have a solid 150 and you can have a solid hundred people that buy your product. And that's phenomenal. But when we want to start playing in bigger spaces, we might want to get our game up a little bit. Maybe those hundred people who really rock with you, you need to start telling them, hey, I need you hundred to start sharing this more. I need you twenty five to start telling your friends more. I, you know, we don't ask for these things directly. Hey, 50 people who love me and support me. I don't want to just have only 50 of you guys on my team. I want to have 10,000 of you. Yeah. I want to be in bigger arenas. I'm just saying, I like, got, I want to be in bigger arenas, so bigger real. stages. Like I want to, yeah. I want to be able to like go across the seas and ocean floors and be like, Hey, this is, you need to live out your dream and purpose. And I want to get paid. Like I, I love <laughs> what I do and I, and I care about my audience and I want them to be great, but I don't want to, sit here and be poor and like, yeah, I looked out for everyone. Yeah, like, no, I want some value to return my way, so absolutely, absolutely, all of that stuff matters.
0: No, I, I love it. I, I agree. I agree, and that was a great lesson um, to share. Um, well, here's another th- question I want to ask you is, just what are some of your aha moments along the way that you've had? Aha um,
1: uh-huh
0: moments? Or thought patterns you've had to change? I'm sure it kind of rolls parallel to just your brand
1: of, uh-huh i think the biggest shift i had to make with Foolies is um stop trying to appeal to everyone and once i did that everything worked um i was talking to too broad of an audience i was you know i don't know i was ashamed of my blackness i was ashamed of my culture and not saying like not saying deliberately but i think just like you don't know, Alex Nemo, Hans was. No, I'm sh- saying not, not saying guys. that, not saying that this was like a forefront thought process. But I think sub, I think subconsciously we see people say, well, black people don't support this, or black people be buying Beyonce, but they don't buy your homeboy stuff. And I had to really step back and say, all right, Alex. Well, one African Americans have the biggest buying power. It's like a trillion dollars in buying power. So, and that's and that's facts. You can Google that. You can look that up. We have the biggest buying power. The thing is with black people which I love so much is that we don't support you just because you think you're tight. You need to actually be tight. And we don't like the beauty with black people is that like we Isn't don't look like, anyone though.
0: You don't think that's No,
1: anyone? no cuz I think I'm not I'm not even going to get nope. go there. No. <laughs> I'm not even going to go there cuz I see people that don't look like me supporting some very mediocre concepts and my friends would be like Did you just spend $300 on that? Are you serious? Like, like we know better. But then for us, if you're buying a, let's say, a Louis Vuitton bag or the shoes, like, those are high-quality products. Like, they feel good. They look good. They last very long. And I'm going to have this bag for 10 years. I'm not going to have this Walmart bag for 10 years. I'm going to have it for a month, two months. It's going to be my bag I throw all my crap in. And then I just lug it to whatever location. So black people, we know what's tight. And we're not like, you can't just throw black things on it or black people in it and think, oh, yeah, we're just going to rock it. Because the beauty with, with where we are now is that we're calling people out. Oh, no, we don't like that ad. Oh, no, we don't like what your messaging is. You're not talking to us or we find out you dislike us. We're out because we've been supporting you guys blindly. Oh, but you don't rock with us? Let's take our money elsewhere. And I'm happy now that we're, we're becoming so aware of where we're putting our dollars. Also, you know, the beauty is that, like, you know, people will say, well, people buy from Beyonce, but not their homeboy. I understand that Beyonce has been giving you value for 10, 20 years of your natural life. From Destiny's Child to solo (laughs) projects to concerts, like if you watch a Beyonce show, she is leaving her blood, sweat and tears on every stage. Last show, I saw pictures or video of her dancing in water and kicking up water and like, bruh, dancing is hard. Dancing in water is tough. My health is on the line. I'm dancing in water do you know what it is to have water sit on you in your hair to then be working out in the gym to be working on these vocals to give you graphic like beauty in my graphics and my posts, and then make music and then collab not only am i giving not only am i a musician i'm now having to just do business and talk brand and like i have to do all of this stuff and beyonce or rihanna they give incredible value, incredible value. And they've been serving people for 10, 20 plus years. And people are like, why is everybody? See? They're supporting them because they've given you more than you can. Like, there's songs from, I'm sure, both artists I alone.
0: Just to, I, but here's what's funny is, I just, <laughs> i mean to get you off. I just think it's hilarious that anybody would, would, why would anybody compare Beyonce to an emerging entrepreneur? Like I just don't. They care. do
1: it all the time. Yeah, it's, a, such it's such a it's weird, such a stupid analogy.
0: Irrational. It's
1: thinking. dumb. It's dumb. We we gotta come. just
0: so stupid of me. Build a
1: value. All, Ooh, all in you guys all. You're gonna,
0: <laughs> gonna buy Beyonce's album. You're
1: gonna
0: buy Beyonce's album. All in
1: all. Beyonce's
0: <laughs> album before Beyonce even produced a new
1: album. Buy Beyonce's <laughs> album before she produced. Um, one.
0: So exactly.
1: All in all, build. A hell a of ton of value and be consistent yeah. like the thing and I'll weirdly tie this into some historical context but black people have been crapped on for ages and we've been made promises and people have said we're gonna give you this, this 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 and this and then they leave us so I think that people support the consistency especially black people we want to see you consistently here for us taking care of us loving on us appreciating us showing us value because we've been lied to for so long and like i said i'm sure there's some historical thing that you can wrap in there and somebody who's more of the history buff or science buff can say yes there's this consistency that's needed for your brand from a space of being an african-american and how that ties into things that we've been through culturally but i think that we're not being consistent enough and we want people to support us and not saying consistent like you post every day about your business no 80% of what you do should be in benefit of your audience. 20% of what you do should be your salesmanship or you talking about your brand or business. And the moment you shift that you've lost people need to realize that you need to be giving more value, more benefits. So like for me, I'm, I'm writing emails, I'm doing videos. I'm writing letters to some customers. At least that's what I did when we first started. I was writing letters to every customer, you know, giving them dream books to write their goals and dreams down. I'm talking to people for hours at a time, telling them about their business and what they can do and how they can improve, build incredible amount of value before. And this is one of my unofficial mentors. He's not my official mentor, but he's my unofficial mentor. And his name is Paul C. Brunson. And he said, if you want a million dollars, you need to help a million people first. And I think that's the realest thing that anybody has, has ever told me. And until I help a million people, I don't deserve anything. I need, and even if I help a million people, I still don't get to get anything because I've hit the quota. Because it's, it, it's, it's a metaphor and it's one to hit. But it's not something saying that once you help a million people, you cut it off, you get your million, you escape. Um, yeah. A lot of these people, Oprah, Tony Robbins, Seth Godin, these people have built incredible value for people for decades. And yes, they're millionaires. Yes, they're giving back to charities and building schools in foreign countries. People have survived because of their content. Somebody is not going to slit their wrist tonight because they heard something from Oprah or Tony or Paul or whoever. And when you build that kind of value... People will then be your spokesman, and they'll and word of mouth will always be the most powerful form of marketing somebody's going to get that Oprah tattoo or get her quote on their chest or get that poem from um the young lady that passed. what's her name um, Maya Angelou, and they're going to put these hey, things on... I can't believe you said that sorry, so I'm just saying um, she like not young, but yeah I'm just saying whatever. So people, you know, there's so much value that these people have built. So they deserve every dollar that they're going to get going mm-hmm. for it. So mm-hmm. people don't realize that. Build value, build value, build value. And even if you see it not working, go back to the drawing board. And uh, Robert Kiyosaki said, make sure you have a mantra, not a mission statement, not some whack thing that you put on your website. Oh, we're fully limited clothing and our duty is to serve and to build. no. What's your mantra? I want to inspire people to live out their purpose and their calling and be foolish in those endeavors. I want my brand to be touching every single soul that's of, of color on the planet. That's that's the mantra. That's the mission. And I don't get to stop working because of that mantra. If I have some lame mission statement, and this just sounds cool, and I can tell you we focus on diversity, and then, you know, like it's just... Stop being vanilla. If people want their brands or their companies or their life to be fulfilling, you need flavor. You need something of purpose. You need something fulfilling. You don't want to eat a dry cake with some nice icing on top. And that's what a lot of us give people. And not realize we need to give you some substance. The batter needs to be rich, right? Ingredients. You might have to spend more on this cake that you're making. You can't just get the box cake of funfetti and give it to your audience and expect them to be filled when they're done. Because they're always gonna be hungry for more. And if you're not feeling them and you're not teaching them anything, then you don't deserve anything. So long rant, but Dang <clears throat>
0: Alex, was. he done took us to church and back. <laughs> Dang, bruh.
1: Blame TDJ. Preach that message though. Blame T D Jakes. I've been watching him a lot. So What? T D Jakes will make you think
0: you are a preacher and then you just realize no I'm Facts. not. But but he does that to you. I love that. Facts. I love his book too. Um, and I love him. All right. So we're going to do rapid fire questions with you. This means distinct. Okay. This means concise answers. This means we are not doing soapbox answers. We are doing literally 10 second answers. You're telling me don't be
1: long winded y'all.
0: Yes. That's what I'm telling you. Okay. That's what I'm telling you. All right. So let's do it. Number one, according Mm. to Nemo, Mm -hmm. if business operations and branding were in a boxing match, who would you say would win
1: what do you mean i don't even know what that means
0: all right so it's kind of a metaphor if if we're i'm personifying business operations as a person and i'm personifying uh, branding as a person and i'm saying if they were to battle if they were to get if they were to lay hands on each other who would win
1: um i guess branding 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 is what you see i think if you build the right operation, I guess, and this is me assuming, because I don't know the questions. If you build the right operation, then the brand should exude that. So because that's what people see, then that's, that's what's going to resonate. It doesn't matter what you do behind the scenes. Um, well, it does, but you get me. Like, it's not like I don't care that I'm in the crate building up a like, T-shirt. Alex. Five seconds. I don't, I don't <laughs> care. I don't care. You need your brand to stand out. So oh. call it what you want.
0: Okay. I like it. Number two, you've been given the task of writing the manual on entrepreneurship. Page one says one sentence, Alex, what does the sentence say?
1: Repeat the question.
0: You've been given the task of writing the manual on entrepreneurship. Page one says what?
1: Uh, do something stupid.
0: <laughs> I believe you too. I believe you well, would to write that. Number three. And I'm going to state the question and I'm going to modify it a little bit. What has the cost of starting up a business been for you? And this doesn't mean just monetary. What has the cost of starting a business been for you?
1: Well, I go to bed you know, at 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. daily. I don't want to, though. I'm also an insomniac, so that's the cost. Everybody doesn't want to lose sleep, lose sleep. or had to wake up early. So, Got it. Thank you. Anything else? No, because you don't get the most seconds. Continue. All Next right. question. Bloop. <laughs> bloop, oh. bloop. <laughs> bloop.
0: <laughs> number six. Number four. Sorry, number four. Great customer service,
1: according to you, is?
0: Um,
1: just that. Great customer service is actually caring for your customer. Put more money into customer service and your business will increase.
0: Love it. Number five. Your personal philosophy on sales Is?
1: um don't be like nemo ask for the sale (laughs) i don't know i don't normally ask for sales but number six
0: your business mentor is
1: every book (laughs) every book on my show
0: one or two you can't, can't you can't tell me no book
1: no, it's, it's books. I don't have mentors. Like, well, I don't a, know.
0: Well, even then, cause it, it could be a virtual mentor. So it doesn't have to be a live person. Um,
1: You know, uh, the rock, Seth Godin, uh, Kevin Hart, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk, Paul C. Brunson. Yeah.
0: Which one of those five, which one?
1: The I, most? I literally take them all. I wish I could give you a better answer, but I've literally put them in one box. Who do you like the
0: most. Time. I can't, I can't lock it in. You
1: can't, I can't. <clears throat> I won't. I won't do that. I could. I mean, you could say Seth Godin. I think Seth Godin is the most impactful.
0: Okay, <coughs> number seven and the final one. What has been your greatest
1: success moment so far? Um. Well, besides being featured on Essence and OWN yeah. Network, um, that's definitely featured
0: on OWN Network.
1: See, she don't even be watching you, boy. You don't see me, bro. We don't be out here, bro. I saw the Essence one, but I didn't see the one. So, um, our shirts, the Be Strong Like Regina, Be Fresh Like Taraji, uh, all those, that T, um, got featured on a, in an event in Hollywood called Black Women in Hollywood, um, which was shown on the OWN Network, but Essence was the one who was hosting the event. So it was a two for one, um nice but even that wasn't as great as being retweeted by Shonda Rhimes saying this is the guy who made the shirts so I think that took. Oh, Shonda Rhimes know what's up about cred- credits man hey so I mean because of her I owe her a big hug and um, all kinds of love because she's helped me do some dynamic things and my brand is in places and spaces that it shouldn't be so I'm very blessed and fortunate
0: love it I love it. So here's my final question for you.
1: Nope. I don't That's, want it.
0: All right now. All right. We got to <laughs> bookend this thing. We can go on forever. You know that we can go on forever. She ventures now.com is an online life coaching brand that I've started to empower women to make quantum leaps and personal change. You know that. And mm-hmm. sort of my specific target audience is young millennial, sorry, I'm saying it twice, but millennial professional women okay. um, and making those quantum leaps, resetting their career, starting a business, you know, leveling up their love life. Those are some of the specialties. Mm. And one of the things I find is common in all those changes is lifestyle redesign. What I Mm. want to hear from you is what has been the main way you've had to design your life as you started this business and have been running it? Is it just losing less, getting less sleep?
1: (laughs) Uh, I think it's more
0: sophisticated than that, but just let me know what your thoughts
1: are. Um, I had someone tell me once they're like uh you are you are just like how you are in real life like you are online. And I thought that was pretty powerful, uh, which basically means that people will put on a facade online, and when you meet them in person, they're nothing like it. so I've had to make sure my online presence and me and the flesh is congruent, and I think that's a tough. Thing to do because somebody might have a crazy personality online, but when you meet them in person, they're not that person. So it's very tricky. You meet them and you're like so excited. You're like, oh, you're the rah rah girl, and then she's like,
0: no, Hello. You know? <laughs> right, exactly. But um, do you feel like you've had to ch- not change something? That's because that's I feel like that's a great way of showing how you've main, maintained congruency between yeah. who you really who you are, your character, and hmm. who you portray yourself have you had to make a lifestyle change in that you've had to make make more of your life shareable online was that is
1: that kind of what you're saying um, is, I, yeah you're saying? i mean i think yeah i think it's definitely a lifestyle shift i mean were I you be, were you before you were an entrepreneur were you sharing a lot of stuff online anyways or yeah actually i was i've i've always been blogging always been like encouraging people like hey i see a gift in you, you should da, 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 da. now it just has a name and it's called food so then,
0: then here's the question is do you feel like you've had to make a lifestyle redesign like redesign your life
1: in starting um, a business or no i have because like i like i had to become an amazing student and i had to like study the greats and study the knowledge and you know, study the literature and the things that the marketers are writing and that the the entrepreneurs are writing and even down to like what the philosophers have said, you know what I'm saying? Like if you go into a lot of stoic philosophy, a lot of the things we may be saying today in the stoic realm, they've said it already, you know what I'm saying? So I've had to go into crates and realize, like, I had to bring myself out of me and give people, you know what I'm saying? And even down to the word, like seeing what the word says and realizing like, oh, snap, the word is saying I should be greater. The word is saying I need to, and literally it says in the Bible, I forgot where, it's like encourage people daily. Like, you should be encouraging people every single day. Okay, were you doing that before? Eh, kind of. Now, let's be more deliberate. Three people a day or four people a day or one person today or, or yeah. find one person to connect with. So, yeah, I've, I've had to bring myself out of me, who I really was, Yeah. thanks to the literature and the studying and the, the hours upon hours of courses and the webinars and seminars and sitting down with leaders and entrepreneurs and faith people and the whole nine. I've brought a better me out for the public, mm. so.
0: I love it. This, you know, what what you're saying it's kind of reminding me of a verse in scripture where Jesus talks about a city on a hill cannot be hidden, and a lamp needs to stand on its lampstand. It's kind of like what you're trying to, it's kind of like Beyonce and Jay-Z's latest song, shining, shining, shining. All yeah. of that. Like. All of that, you got a body roll with it too. Like okay, you, okay. You just listen to that song and not body roll. So. But I mean, literally, <laughs> I feel like <laughs> you're reminding me what with what you're saying about how you've had to redesign your life. I feel like you're helping people who are listening to this podcast or who are going to listen to this podcast um, own the fact that part of redesigning your life, if you're going to step into entrepreneurship, is you owning your lampstand and shining, and you recognizing that you don't need to diminish. And I think you do this. I think you do this, you do this really well and very consistently in your Fully Friday's um, uh, videos is just calling people out on the bullshit, on the bullshit that they say <laughs> keeps them behind. Is this not true, right? Yes, like yes. the things that we do to not shine because of whatever, you know, procrastination or excuse making or resistance, whatever. So I appreciate you, man. I thank you so much for making the time and just being hella flexible today for me to like pop in and interview you.
1: Yeah. All right. Now, you know, and now she's never going to talk to me again, guys. I'm never going to hear from her again. Do the Nemo. Okay. Oh, there you go. Yeah. But you got to bob your head with it. (laughs) <laughs> I can't, I can't um now she's never gonna talk to me again i'm never gonna hear from her she's gonna get big and famous and then totally leave me alone so whatever, i just wanted this, this to be wanted this to be on wax so that when she does blow and i'm like hey guys i haven't interacted with her we can play this ending recording and then the masses will
0: whatever like, but I hear i appreciate that no we are going to talk again stop it stop mm-hmm. it I've been actually the one who's been helping us to stay connected. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all happen. right, all right. You win. I'm going to let you win because, you know, queens, queens, uh, you know, you don't debate the queen. So. Yeah, be selfless like Zendaya. hmm You know? That's cute. Oh,
0: last thing. Is there a reason why you're like, a lot of your clothing is like women's empowerment? I should talk about this since I'm like in this.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, being that I'm on the women's empowerment show. like <laughs> I know, um, right? Because Black women are freaking incredible and this is not even like i'm like what's the phrase pandering it's not that black women are are first of all sorry i know this you know this could be on the extra part of the show but women are the closest thing to gods it's my opinion because they can recreate a whole nother being nobody else has that power to bring another life form into this earth and I feel like black women especially are some of the finest creations, not just like appearance wise, but they were brilliant, brilliantly made. Um, you know, I can compare them to maybe even your sphinxes and those big kind of like um, concepts in your, you know, Egyptian times, but black women are a, a um, forged their swords, their, their pillars there. And they've had to be the backbone of America forever and ever and they still are and they still are trying to be moms and soldiers and hustlers and leaders and game changers almost to the point where um and this could be a good and a bad thing where sometimes now you kind of have this s- the identity forms are kind of shifting but black women are extremely powerful extremely amazing and i've always wanted to just uplift and empower them especially after losing my mom to breast cancer a powerful black jamaican I didn't woman know that, like that. Man. i'm
0: so sorry um,
1: man. That's fine. That's fine. Um, 10 plus years ago, and she was an amazing woman, and the reason why I am who I am because there was no father figure, and she did it. And so there's so many black women who are killing it, destroying it, changing the game, and people don't give people flowers when they can smell them. They want to highlight them when they're gone and they've left the earth. I get the blessing and the privilege to highlight amazing game-changing black women who are killing the screen, killing the directing, killing the acting, killing the writing, being able to dominate and I get to do that, and that's a privilege, and that's an honor. And and I want to support Black women, especially because they've supported me so much, and they've literally put a good ten plus thousand dollars in my pocket. You know, a lot of it goes back into business, so I don't use it per se. Um, but you got to take care of those who are taking care of you, and Black women will take care of you like no one else's business. So I need to make sure that everything I do. Um, I hope at one point in my company you walk through my office and it's like 85% of just black and brown women just walking around and not just like in regular positions like COO, CFO, like management, like I want to change the boardroom. And when people are like having diversity issues, Facebook, Twitter, all these companies, they can say, hey, we need to talk to fools because they're doing something that we need and we might have to steal their employees. And I'm fine with that. If that (laughs) If that helps make your you know, Ubers and your Facebooks more diverse. And then come over and take our, you know, take our best and make sure you pay them the best as well. Yeah. Go. Okay, I that. Colin.
0: That's all I have for you today, friends. If you're interested in leveling up in your career, creativity, or your confidence, schedule a free consultation at sheventuresnow.com.